Welcome back, everyone, to Phil's Recap and Review. Luke Cage, Season 1. Uh, the review of it, but we're also going to be talking about Daredevil Season 2. As much as we can remember of it. And a little bit about Jessica Jones and the overall Marvel television Netflix universe as a whole. Welcome. This is the first time... Or no, I came out here once to do a Jessica Jones review. But we've been putting this off. We've been wanting to come out here and talk about these Netflix series for a while. And it's been way too long. But I'm not alone. I have with me... The one and only Joe Dirty Locks. Welcome back to the show, Joe. Yeah, we got Joe. I am also also not alone. We got Timo in the motherfucking chat right now, and some other friends will be joining us along the way. And to anyone who's checking this out later, please share your thoughts in the comment section below about what you thought of Luke Cage or in the live chat right now. You can also call in at 315-948-8237 if you happen to be listening to this live. Or you can voicemail and text 24 hours a day, 7 days a week at 781-990-8509. Follow me on Twitter at I Got Issues Man. Follow Joe at Dirty Locks. Tweet us your questions. We'll give you some responses of what we think and whatever we want to say. Or you can check out a lot more content at issuesprogram.com. So all that happy horse shit's out of the way. We got... We got funny Timo in the live chat was talking about going potty. We literally were just having a conversation about potty before you put that in the chat, Timo. It's uh, it's almost as relevant as motherfucking... Uh, oh, shit. It's this early. Joe, I screwed up. I screwed up. up. Stop the show, Joe. Stop the fucking show. Show is stopped. Fuck. Fuck. I did it again. The motherfucking chat. This is the swear jar. I'm going to put it... swear jar. Yes, yeah, swear jar. What? Gotta put what? a penny in the swear jar. What? No, uh, the swear jar was a big part of the very beginning of Luke Cage. So if people don't know what the hell we're talking oh, right, about, right. Oh, Luke, oh, the swear. Okay. <laughs> you're like, what are you talking about, you stupid what fuck? Are you about, man? That's what I was smashing. That was my big sight gag at the beginning, Joe. And when I was making all that ruckus and stuff, it was. It That's was, what you were beating up. It was all for the swear jar. Holy shit. Great to see Cohen, Cohen, Timo, and any other of our friends that happen to be jumping into the live chat right now or anyone that's popping in here at any point in time or anyone that's listening to the audio podcast. If you want to listen to the audio podcast, you can find us on iTunes, Stitcher. We're now available on Google Play, whatever their podcasting thing is too. So if you're searching your podcast things, you can listen to us on the go. Just we recommend not listening to us out loud when there's children around. That's not conducive to – or at work. Yeah, we're not a work kind of podcast, so (laughs) – (laughs) <laughs> so sorry about that. Okay, so Luke Cage. Luke Cage is the third series, well, the, th- the fourth season in the third series in the Netflix cinematic universe. The first one was Daredevil, then we had Jessica Jones, and now this is Luke Cage. It's all a part of a bigger universe that's coming together with one more series called Iron Fist to form The Defenders. So right off the bat, Joe, what do you think of these series? I've talked about Jessica Jones before and Daredevil a lot. I don't think we've ever heard what you think of these. Just kind of a general outline of your feeling of the Netflix series. I think that of all the comic book content, movie, television show, I think of all all of it, DC or Marvel, um, these three series in four seasons of of television netflix television are the best out there yeah i'll uh, i'll raise you joe so much of the movies of each other's universes and tv shows um the writing is great the acting is great the effects are great the stunts are great it the costumes are great i i can't say enough about it um it really highlights how poorly the other television <laughs> dramas are 
comparatively as dramas and not just as like teen pop watch and like fucking chew your bubblegum shit. Right. It makes it hard for you to watch shows like it makes you hard to watch makes it for you difficult to watch shows like Flash and Arrow and take them seriously, right? Basically what you're saying here. Right. And I'm a huge Flash fan. I'm a huge Flash fan and I like this series. It's not my favorite of the series. It's not my favorite of the incarnations or or like ways to absorb Flash. But um it I think it does it justice. I think it does it justice. Yes, it it does it it the the new series does Flash justice. Yes, but it, it, Watching these and then watching those, it makes it very hard to because they're just done so much better. Right from the on, on every level, on every aspect, <laughs> it's it's done better, dude. It's it's insane. It's like watching Blank Man versus The Dark Knight. And I love Blank Man, but it's Handyman versus the Dark Handyman Knight. versus yeah, The Dark. Right. <laughs> but it, but it, you're you're just playing a different ball game. And I'll I'll up you further to say that I. For me, the Netflix series are maybe, the, and I'm like trying to swat a fly over him. Get out of here! Get out of my face! I'm seeing demons in the air. I would go a step further and say that these are the best superhero things going on right now. I like them better than the movies, too. I like them better than the DC yeah. movies, any of the DC movies that have come out so far in this particular universe. And it's at least on par, but a different thing I'm getting from it than the Marvel Cinematic Universe movies. Some of the movies I really love, like Civil War is an example of one I, I, really, lo I really loved a great deal, but... It's, again, a different thing. When you're watching these shows, even though, like, in Luke Cage, got him, you're dealing with this guy that is can't be hurt, essentially, except for with, uh, spoiler alert, there are going to be spoilers, sorry, warning, complete spoiler for Luke yeah, Cage for all the series. If you haven't watched any of these series, you, you really should have watched them before you came to the podcast reviewing them and talking about them because... We're not going to be able to do that without spoiling any of it because the entire series drop at once and we right. watch them right. all so, at once. So ten, five, four, three, two, one. A Judas bullet is the only thing that can hurt Luke Cage. It, it still remains in some weird fucking way. Luke Cage, at least the first half of it, is the most centered in reality of the three series. And all three series are pretty centered in reality. Luke Cage, feel at times it feels like you're watching almost an episode of The Wire or something like that. It has this formulaicness to it, especially the first six episodes. Luke Cage is separated in two specific different arcs that feel like almost two different shows. You have the first six episodes leading up to the point where Cotton... Cottonmouth goes to jail, and then the next, starting the next episode, here it goes, when Mariah kills Cottonmouth, the, and you get the whole, uh, what's his name, uh, Diamondback, his whole, his whole storyline, it's a completely different show, and you're dealing with more, this, uh, Luke's hurt for a lot of that, and you're dealing with, uh, Diamondback being crazy and over-the-top well, villainy, and the, both and are see, awesome, and both are awesome. And the, See, this is this is where in all of my when I was watching and uh, we were getting through the first half of Luke Cage, I kept thinking to myself, wow, this feels very, very, very much like first season of Daredevil. Yeah, yeah. In that he's just going after the local, you know, sort of uh, local borough crime boss or whatever, not even like full borough, but like area of New York City uh, crime boss like he was kind of like trying to figure out who kingpin was in season one and you know there was a crime boss pulling the 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 strings and everything and then midway through the season there is that change up and it becomes bigger than 
than that. Yeah, I, I, fe- I felt like it had a little bit more of a comparison to Daredevil Season 2 in the sense that Daredevil Season 2 had, well, Daredevil Season 2 had almost three different arcs. You had the original, yeah, there, was so much fun. there was so much going on in that. You had the Frank arc, then you had the him and Electra arc, and then you had the hand thing going on at the end. So you had three different crazy arcs. So I guess you're right. It's more, or more like Season 1 in that, in those first six episodes. And I think also what Luke Cage did exceptionally well was play with that. Play with the fact that you thought when watching the series and watching those first six episodes that, oh, Cottonmouth is the enemy. He's this world's kingpin. It's going to go down exactly like we see it. Oh, here comes Shades. Shades isn't anything to worry about. Oh, it's Juice. Are we going to see his butt? Oh, it's Juice. (laughs) It's it's fucking Juice. Are we going to see his butt? But no, he's a very different character than Juice. And especially as the series goes on and the way Theo Rossi has described himself in interviews, he says, I'm the little finger of Luke Cage. And in a way, I see what he's saying about that. He whispered things. He's Chaos is a ladder for him essentially and he's the one that whispers in mariah's ear but then when they do that mariah thing it's a complete flip around i want to jump in the live fucking chat for one second made it to a live stream great to see you cohen tom himself who's going through all of our old walking dead recaps as we speak right now and i'm commenting them as he goes great stuff and thank you so much for all the support tom timo great to see you we got dark say luke cage is king no joe rants for netflix series tonight no no definitely not going to be and analysis um so you've never been a huge into superhero stuff the one thing i want to say about these three netflix series is i guess maybe with the exception of daredevil because it's gotten uh, a, a little it's it's much bigger and more involved with the two seasons now and yes they are all superheroes but especially jessica jones and luke cage they are so rooted in reality and uh human flawed more so than almost any of the other characters of superhero universes where they're all they're all their flaws are all due in part to their superhero ness, and that's what they lament over. These or, characters have, or for, or to go to the, over uh, and, uh, Joe, or or to or to like what you do with the what pisses you off the most about The Walking Dead. The other thing that happens with superheroes to get, make them mortal is make them uh, conveniently stupid. And you don't really right. have that with Luke Cage either. He's not conveniently stupid. You don't have or Jessica Jones or Jessica Jones at all. She's stupid because she character traits make her. She's a bad drunk, and that's a character right. trait. And it's real because she's dealing with real issues of being mentally fucking raped by this guy and used and abused. And Luke's dealing with that too at the beginning of this series because he was Kilgraves. And that's what's so awesome about these series because they create so many different kinds of feels and universe, but they also flow so well together. Partly because of rosario dawson she kicks so oh. much ass in all three of these series oh 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 oh, oh. and you, you you know you know she likes it in the ass right ass to mouth joe ass to <laughs> mouth joe <laughs> clerks too she says it she says she likes it in the ass so right? luke good luke cage was good at easter eggs luke cage brought back the easter eggs almost in jessica jones and daredevil season two they held back on the Marvel Cinematic over-universe stuff on references. There was an occasional Captain America visual or something like that. Luke Cage took it to a whole nother level of Easter eggs, and we're going to get that to that towards the end of the podcast. But with every episode title being a gangstar song, so many references to the incident and dudes with hammers and guys from outside the world uh, in New York having the bootleg version of the incident and yeah, shit like no, that. It's it's great. All those little, all those little comments throughout our great there's so many references to the incident or the guy with the hammer or the brig green monster it's and not in fact and not in fenway joe right (laughs) um and they that's that's one of the lines and i ain't talking fenway yeah and i'm not talking fenway yeah Um, uh just to 
who analysis um if you do check them out and you do watch definitely check out jessica jones season one first because luke cage is in that and that's his first appearance and that's mm. where his series breaks off from and uh you don't have to but it helps. They both definitely stand on their own, but I, it, it definitely helps. It's you a, get a little bit more backstory about his about his wife and what happened to his wife. And again, this is right. this is spoiler world, so we might it might slip out of our mouths. But it it death in the recap because it is relevant in a couple of points. But uh, but definitely watch Jessica Jones. Diamondback was better on Boardwalk Empire. I'm, I wasn't a huge fan of. I thought he did. A, great job and i thought he had amazing dialogue to deliver but at times when diamondback was doing his thing i wished it was a young sam jackson just the way he was delivering his lines it was very much he yeah no all of it seemed very sam jackson-y or um candy man there from yeah uh, yeah candy man candy and and deep space nine and shit and weird fun fact is in the mid 90s i want to say it was maybe a little later than that maybe right before kill bill or something Quentin Tarantino wanted to do a version of Luke Cage, and what do you fucking bet he would have had uh, Samuel Jackson playing di- playing Diamondback? Oh, but how could he after Sam Jackson already? Pre- he, how can Sam Jackson play <laughs> the breakable character to Sam to Bruce Willis's basically Unbra- Sam, uh, unbreakable? Yeah, Cage, Miss, Mr. Mister, Mr. Uh, play Mr. Unbreakable himself, Luke Cage. Mr. Bruce, what was that guy? What was his name in Unbreakable? like that i don't know but that movie was fucking awful oh, oh my, my gosh oh great great to see everyone in the live motherfucking chat spoil me i don't mind jessica jones kills his wife uh on uh at one at one point in time i think on under Kilgrave's control jessica jones kills luke's wife and luke and jessica have sort of a uh are fucking and when luke finds out about that it ends their relationship even though he was she was being controlled by Kilgrave. uh not Kilgrave. yeah it's Kilgrave. uh right yeah so uh the, the purple and man be, and that being said too i think uh if you're if you are gonna get into it uh, even check out daredevil's really good um they do such a great job it's it makes pen Affleck's daredevil oh it's which i never thought was was that bad it makes it look that bad the director's really cu- the director's cuts a lot better than the original version of of uh, the it. affleck daredevil and someone asked in the live chat i i hope iron fist and luke cage are heroes for hire it seems like that's the direction that they're going to go there were a lot of references when you had uh, the yes. old most deaf character uh bobby fish uh, uh who looked like an old most deaf uh set mentioned heroes from hire a couple times heroes from hire is almost guaranteed for season two i think once he meets up with loris tyrell and they have a big party in high guard and things are going king mckay great to see king mckay if you haven't already check out king mckay's channel great great guy great stuff and awesome he's the one with the connections i love it that we got to see luke cage's comic book outfit right in the moment the original with the tiara and the fist things and even the yellow shirt when he looks up and he goes boy don't i thought i look fucking stupid the easter eggs in luke cage was amazing fucking crazy joe yeah they, there was so much good about it. They did it so well that it, it, you you don't have to have been a comic book fan at all to get into these characters and what they do and don't do. And like, and to, to that point, you don't Joe, have to know any of it. To, to that it's point, so Joe, good. the only one of the three of these characters I had any fucking knowledge about. Oh, I swear jargon. Uh, is Daredevil. And Daredevil, the only reason I knew him is because of those old 80s or 70s Spider-Man and Incredible Hulk uh, crossover movies when Daredevil would show up occasionally. But Luke Cage and Jessica Jones, I only knew them from the Marvel Ultimate Alliance video game. Literally, that was my only... 
Only to I didn't I wasn't familiar with any of their books or anything like that. So and, I had a couple copies of their books when they first started. Not maybe when they first started, but I had a couple of their books uh, back in the '90s and stuff. Do you, and uh, still have still have uh, some, some uh, like almost an entire Luke Cage run in the other room. So uh, someone I in the li- someone in the live chat said uh, they were upset that oh uh, Chill Hill was saying I wish Mariah did not Black Mariah did not kill Cottonmouth so early in the season. Cottonmouth was that ninja. I have to admit to a it was a great scene. It made sense to the character and what was going on. But I too I, that guy the guy who is he's also on House of Cards playing what's his Remy Remy Denton on House of Cards. I love that actor. He, he was he was putting in an excellent performance on it in that role or I, I thought he was and he was missed he was he was missed I would have liked to see him in uh Diamondback interact a little bit it would have been a cool clash of two very different kind of characters doing their thing and I, I feel like it was it was warranted I understand where the scene came from and they definitely didn't make it come out of nowhere they showed a little bit of Mariah's rage and that building up especially in the episode before but I I, I kind of agree too I feel like I enjoyed the first half of the season a little bit more than the second half of the season. I think part of that was Cottonmouth and his reaction to Luke Cage, how how he just would laugh at him all the time and kind of be like, <laughs> do you think they might give Misty the arm or was that just a nod? I think a nod for now, but I wouldn't be surprised if they gave Misty the arm. In the comics, uh, Misty has a bionic arm, I believe. In They're mi- going to get She's going to get it. She'll eventually get it. <laughs> ben Affleck needs to fuck off when it comes to comic book movies. He's horrible as Batman. I, I- I don't think he was that bad as okay. See, uh, different discussion, a different day. I'm not going to talk about any of the DC shit right now, <laughs> dude. Uh, you guys want to Joe? You guys want to Joe Rand? Keep egging him on in the live no. chat. <laughs> Keep egging him on, guys. Caught mouth should have been Omar Little. That wouldn't have been a bad casting. The only hope I can that would have been horrible. No, he should not have been Omar. <laughs> No, <laughs> no. Recycle yeah. that HBO talent, Joe. So, Joe, let me get Kenneth, this. Michael Williams is fucking unbelievable he's one of the best actors underrated actors out there and i will say this even even his uh five minutes in the road is probably some of the most powerful five minutes of acting i've ever seen i really love the job that this guy brings to the table and uh i feel like he's he is pigeonholed into that omar kind of he's kind of omar on boardwalk too sort of Uh, exactly and so much he is omar that you know even in uh in there's a a, there's a rock movie with um with what's his name from the walking dead there uh the the shane from the walking dead where he he, he's in that movie john punisher omar punisher Punisher. Punisher. he is is relevant to this discussion john berenthal thank you uh Winston Churchill, Winston, President Winston Churchill, what is better, uh, Daredevil or Flash? I know Joe will quickly say Daredevil. I like Daredevil better. Daredevil season one is one of my favorite seasons of the television show ever. He did. I think you meant to say I would say Flash, but no. Yeah, you would say, you you would say, yeah, you would say Daredevil. But Flash, Flash is very good for, it's the best of all those CW shows for me. I agree. And it's the best, it's the best comic book show on regular TV. On regular TV. Yeah, I would, I would agree. I would sign on on that too. Flash is a lot of fun. I look forward to watching it every week. It makes me feel good. It, I like all the casting on it for the most part. And Flash is not a bad show. It's the least stinky of CW-ness. It, it, uh, Arrow stinks way too much of CW-ness. Uh, Legend of Tomorrow has its I'm, moments of stupidity, but it's it's I'm it's a, it's a the lark. Marvels of Agent with um, Agents of Shield with 
Agents of yeah, Marvel Marvel Agents of Shield with the uh, Ghost Rider runner going yeah. on right now. So now, uh, uh, let's clear the chat for a second. Shield says, "I love the camera play where they would always have caught mouth with the crown with the Biggie crown behind them." Daredevil is better in team. Oh, that's what Joe says. We have uh, Show Not Comics. Alan says, "Took me a while to get a buy on shades." Oh my God, chill. That's how the crown, the camera has been. The couple of people. I felt bad for Cotton Mouth. Oh, sorry, I'm scrolling down the live chat. I felt bad for Cotton Mouth. Yeah, I felt bad for Cotton Mouth too. We need a rant, 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 rant. Rancho, it's been too long. So we're saving it up for Sunday. Me too, Alan. Yeah, I hate remember, it. There's, there's, there's big show on Sunday coming up. That's the season premiere of The Walking Dead. And I was left in a very bad spot at the end of last season. So there might be some horrible things coming out of my mouth on Sunday. Hold it, Joe. Things. Hold it. Hold it. Highlighted by the fact that it's my birthday on yes, Sunday. Yes, it is so. Joe's birthday. Chalky White is gone. Rant, Joe. It's been too long. Chalky White is the man. Rant, rant, rant. The Flash rocks. DJ11. Great to see you in the live chat. DJ11 does lots of awesome stuff with the trial by trivia. Great to see you in the live motherfucking chat, buddy. Uh, this shit I don't like about superheroes is that they're good guys. I like the anti-heroes, Tom himself says. That's part of the reason why and I think I like Luke Cage and daredevil and jessica jones so much as well especially jessica jones it's it's as far as this is going to be a big spoiler for everybody and it's a huge spoiler and it's uh also give your list joe when you're when you're done with whatever statement give your list of your favorite rankings of the series okay so when as speaking of the anti-hero and that they're all not not good guys and i talked about how they're all kind of flawed in a way that isn't about their superhero being a superhero um it Jessica Jones, at the end of her uh, season one arc, she murders the guy. She murders the bad guy. There is no like. There is no more Kilgrave. Yeah, there's right. There, there is no more Kilgrave. She gets her revenge, her justice for all the people that he's wronged and made her wrong. And it's not just about like I'm a good guy, so I can't kill. And it's uh it was a moment, as far as I'm concerned, that brought these comic book shows and and you'll see that when you watch the series and why it makes such a great universe is because it's very much not daredevil and daredevil would have a huge problem with it oh, it's gonna be so good times. joe it's it gonna be so good when those when these three get together when daredevil has to interact with jessica jones that is gonna be fucking hilarious right. Especially because we, we get a preview of it with the way he has to interact with Elektra in season two. So we have this pure ultimate uh, and, daredevil who is grown and up. Punisher. And Punisher. And Punisher. Who, well, Punisher, no. Punisher kills too. Punisher kills absolutely. Right. You mean how he interacts with the Punisher. We get that preview. Exactly. It's uh, So you have that absolute hero in Daredevil, but these flawed uh anti-hero heroes in these other three characters that are going to get with them and it's it's going to be a beautiful thing you can already see it how it's weaving together especially with um with uh luke rosario C dawson's character yeah rosario and especially with throughout. luke cage and jessica jones melt into each other perfectly daredevil Correct. almost seems like a different universe at some point and just to start off excuse me i would do my rankings as if i'm if i have to put I think Daredevil season one is my favorite single season of them all, followed by Jessica Jones, then, oh gosh, then Luke Cage and Daredevil season two are right neck and neck with me. 
I think maybe I like Luke Cage a little bit better than Daredevil season two, edging it out a little bit, but it's it changes by the moment. So I think my rankings would probably be Daredevil season one, Jessica Jones, Luke Cage, and then Daredevil Daredevil season two. Okay, for for my rankings, I'm gonna say I it's very hard to say. They all have such great aspects. Um, Vincent D'Onofrio. Oh is God, his amazing. his one thing I have to say in the Daredevil season two. We're gonna talk a little bit more about Daredevil season two. The highlight of Daredevil season two for me was that scene in the pri- in prison with him and Matt, the the two of them in prison. It was incredible, just so, like so fucking intense. Yeah, yeah, and uh, so Vincent D'Onofrio kills it in every scene he is on screen, uh, which elevates those Daredevil chapters so well um yeah and punisher is so good too so complete and then yeah then the whole punisher arc see but electra in season two of daredevil is what is what makes me is what takes that down elect i I'm not a big fan of the Electra arc in like the the foot soldier. This is arc my there. this is my one thing with that. Ju- what are they called? Uh, Shredder and the foot soldiers. The hand, there? the hand soldiers. <laughs> I, I would I would say I like the Electra arc. I don't. I'm not as a big a fan of the hand arc at the end of the season with I, all yeah. the with all the coming back from the dead soldiers and shit like that. But I yeah. like the Electra stuff. I think the Electra shit could have been done horribly, and it was done exceptionally well. It was done better than it than it could have than it could have been done. Uh, the the uh, the actress is funny as fuck. The plays Jessica Jones. Jones, uh, Kingpin is more yeah, compelling so I, than Daredevil. And here's the thing: Punisher the was thing, really good. Is, so I'm I'm leaning towards Jessica Jones being my favorite because I hate the girl that, that acts Jessica Jones. That is the actress. I have not enjoyed her in anything. I didn't like her in Breaking Bad. I didn't like her in the Be in Apartment Two Three or whatever it was. She's been in this and that here and there, and I haven't really enjoyed her in almost anything that I've seen her in. But in this, in Jessica Jones, as Jessica Jones, as this cat, it is perfect for her. It fits her perfectly. She does a great job. Her acting is amazing. So you think da- like you the- think Daredevil, Jessica Jones, uh, Daredevil season two, Luke Cage, uh, the final one? Yeah, and I'll say that because there were times in Luke Cage where the writing seemed, the dialogue especially seemed really awful. Um, like my pro- almost any almost any time he said I'm gonna lay low in the cut, I was like, like he he doesn't talk like just the the my problem. Some lines were delivered and they didn't feel like they were right for him. No, I hear you. Reason. For me, my only criticism about Luke Cage and is that it probably. A few too many episodes of him being injured in the the acid bath and stuff like that. I felt like they could have wrapped that all into one episode, and yep. maybe it stretched out the Cottonmouth arc a little bit longer. I think any problems I have with Luke Cage are more about like the pacing of the way the season uh, panned out, and that's the same issue I have with Daredevil season two. It's just I like everything that happened. It just could have been. Uh, single season or something like you know they could have stretched a whole arc out and have everything be it could have been three different seasons or something like that and it's almost too much it's an embarrassment of riches at times and i'm sorry i have to listen to some of this i uh, just we were talking just about a it a little bit it's the thought that i will look down upon the city the city that births me with the woman that i love who whom I love with everything that I am. If you're worried that Frank Castle will wreak havoc on Hell's Kitchen. (laughs) 
wait. I, I, I gotta say, too. Oh, fuck. Vincent D'Onofrio was my favorite Thor. <laughs> in uh, Adventures in Babysitting? Yep, he played Thor. Yeah, he did play He did play Thor in Adventures in Babysitting. Joe, you're just mad because because uh, you, you, you went broke with the swear jar. Sweet Christmas, Joe. What are you talking about? The person fights with... No, the- see, the sweet Christmas shit, I really liked, like... It just sometimes some some of the lines that came out of his mouth just didn't feel like they belonged coming out of out of him as an actor or him as the character Luke Cage, especially where all the other dialogue was so not this kind of dialogue that sometimes like he's an ex cop, he's this, he's that, and like I don't. It just either like it just. It felt like they had a tough time writing the dialogue for for the show, even though the writing was still so good. Now, <laughs> it's, it's hard. No, it's no hard I hear, I hear, I hear what you're saying. I think I, I, I don't necessarily agree, but I definitely hear what you're saying. Tom says, first time I disagree with Joe, I like that chick scene with the Dawson's Creek dude on the bitch apartment from 21 show. Yeah. <laughs> Luke Cage first half. I love, I love Dawson in that show. I, I loved Dawson on that show. So it would have been I, nice. I watched more than an episode or two. So uh, chill Hill. Are we all. Uh, it would have been nice to see Justin Hammer in the fake Mandarin locked up at Seagate. It would have been great. I love how we got the Justin Justin Hammer reference. We got references to Iron Man two for fuck's sake. The villain of Iron Man two with fucking uh, Justin Hammer. Uh, Timo says, "I know what you mean, Joe. A brooding, sad man saying certain things just felt off. The fact that he ha- he yeah. had he's yeah. so." not lethargic but he walks through very stoic and it felt like at times the actor inside him wanted to smile because of the shit he was doing but he he had to stay right. kind of stoic I, I see what you're saying it some of it didn't feel earned and it felt like if the show had stuck to some of the dark themes rather than trying to get in some of the snappiness of the comic at times it probably would have felt more real to you like the other series essentially whereas they put in to kind of just make it a little bit more funny or snappy or whatever they added a little bit more punch to the to the to the dialogue so i see what you mean when you're saying you like the writing but you don't necessarily love the way the dialogue always flowed netflix Correct. needs to go all in on making tvs and movies connected hello al red Sox fan sweet yeah, christmas they do such a great job with it Alan. sweet christmas is luke's uh is uh luke's ron burgundy line thank you timo timo with all the support and all the support to everyone in the live motherfucking chat or anyone that's checking out this podcast or stream later so so luke cage is just amazing should we get into some of the okay now I guess we can like spell out the story arc a little bit of Luke Cage and what happens in the season and kind of go through it like that. So Luke Cage starts out and as we mentioned, the first six episodes are really his arc going up against Cottonmouth. We, we see him at the beginning. He's very much trying to, trying to hide. It's it. We, we, pop into Pop's Barbershop where we meet our first Wire character. Well, he's not really trying to hide from Cottonmouth. He's working... No, no, uh, he's trying He's, he's trying working. to hide from public eye is what I mean. Because- right, he's working shit jobs. He sweeps the floor at the barbershop with his head down. He... He works at the in the kitchen for shit money, doing dishwashing. He's treated like shit from the manager. We see almost immediately. He has to do more than just wash dishes when he's told. Whatever you know, he's trying to stay low and 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 on the down low. Yes, without not that cultural like <whistles> down low, but 
He's laying low. Laying low, not down low. How about that? <laughs> Mo says, we got Mo in the live chat too. I'm so excited for Iron Fist. I'm excited for Iron Fist as well. Good to see. I'm excited to see Loris and get to stretch his acting role. Uh, prowess a little bit and we have um, 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 ah. dubious of it but let me say something that might make you feel a little bit better I know Miguel Shapushnik or whatever his name is that worked on the final two episodes of Game of Thrones this season the guy who directed all those awesome episodes of Game of Thrones he is working on a big part of this series that's why he can't be on Game of Thrones this coming season so if that hopefully maybe that they got, they got the guy that's made all the awesome war yes! shit yes he's Are in it serious? yes like like the guy, the guy that made the like battle Sh for the wall. Dude, the they have the they have Zapushnik. Zigzag boy. They have Zapushnik, oh, dude. Fuck, that guy's amazing. Dude, don't that you guy feel? Makes death in, that guy makes an art out of like blood, gore, death, and mayhem and chaos. It's beautiful. He makes it the most vile shit. Ah, oh, don't I? Doesn't okay. that make you feel a whole lot better about it? Doesn't it? Does like. Here's the thing. I like Loris. I like all the actors on, on Game of Thrones. But, like, when I have to – if I had to rank them all and where I thought they were and how great – Oh, yeah. Fuck Loris. Loris would yeah. be way yeah. the fuck yeah. on the fuck, fuck Loris. Uh, but I think he could – I think he could probably do some cool action-y type stuff. And, and I I'm mean – I'm hoping. And he's rich. So there's going to be some fun stuff. It's going to be a lot of martial arts and stuff like that. <laughs> so you're, we're, we're, we're all hoping, Joe. We're all hoping. <laughs> at least we know which sand snake is going to die next loris has to die in order for the iron <laughs> fist to be born uh, i want to see what loris can do with that director too me too brandon oh now nah, oh shit i'm even more pumped great to see al fucking red sox fan in the live chat swear jar alan says i never thought that there'd be a day where comic books would be uh would be uh, that make me that this happy and that's the thing about these shows the I would suggest watching these shows to people that aren't necessarily into comic books. That people that say, "Oh, comics aren't really my thing," uh, it, because I think you can appreciate them on a deeper level as just the kind of shows, noir kind of thing with Jessica Jones. This is a little bit more of procedural. Jessica Jones is especially awesome. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna re. Jessica Jones, I think, is probably my favorite of. of Jessica Jones season one is is my favorite of the four seasons. Now, um, um, the more I think about, I have it's been a while since I watched it, but the more I think about what I thought about, and the more I hear it mentioned, I, and when you just said the noir of Jessica Jones, that sealed it for me. It was very dark. It was very. Uh, it just owns its style the most. Yeah. It own it, and I don't know. I, what I liked about season one of Heroes, the heroin addict, the yeah. uh, kill the fucking cheerleader shit. Like, yeah. yeah, there's a lot of dark stuff about Heroes season one, and it feels the first series. First series of Heroes feels very uh, real-ish too at times. And one thing I liked about Heroes that I think some of these series could ado adopt is the fact of doing it in story arcs and just being very open about it. They do chapter one, chapter two, because I think the Netflix series do that, but they just don't say anything, and I don't think they have to say it, but that's ultimately what we get with these Netflix series. We get yep. we get four or five episode arcs, and then we get a couple, or six episode arcs, and we get a couple couple of different episode th directions that send us in a lot of other awesome directions. They start setting up the next stories and the yep. next, and the next, uh, 
plot lines. Great to see Critch and great to see E. Martinez in the live motherfucking chat. And great to hear all you guys. And if anyone's listening to this later and wants to share their thoughts, you can call in at 781-990-8509 and leave a text message or a phone call. Or if you're listening live and want to call in, you can call in at 1-315-948-8237. And thank you to everyone in the live chat. Alan says Netflix does a good job for comic book fans and general viewers. Yeah, and we're not going to get too into non non these series on netflix but just to say netflix hits more than they miss not every netflix series is a home run but the big ones when they're good they're really good they're really really good and we're we're not going to get into uh comparing the comic books to these shows at all and how they they stack up as far as content goes because um i haven't read any of them and uh like the things i do know about them um i couldn't i couldn't profess to say they were canon at all so yeah joe i never learned to read <laughs> yeah the, I, the pictures are pretty if there was if there's not a cartoon about it I, I i don't know much about it so so oh and i forgot to mention as uh, we're gonna go along these are my uh some of my notes i took so if you see me looking down on a piece of paper i actually have some paper notes which is ridiculous now luke cage is uh with uh, with the and I have to read my awful writing. Let's see if you guys can see. This is how bad my handwriting is. Oh fucking look at that! Nice. Shit. No, have... you don't even. No, you can't see it. You, you saw chicken <laughs> blurry chicken scratch. That's what his handwriting is. It's worse than that so though. You don't, this, you don't understand. I, like, it's the spelling's it bad like too. An like an L looks like a C looks like an M looks like a D. You can't read his. Writing. It's tough. I he can't... can read his writing, and he can read it. He will. Uh, I'm serious. I'm serious about this. Like I've picked up books of his, and he's read passages to me out of out of the books that i have no idea what these words are but they're the same when he reads them to me every time and it's not like oh a little bit he's got that memorized it's too much for him to have memorized at all so it's called memorization joe he can read it i don't know how he can read it Oh my gosh, great to see you. We got we got Latif. I'm a huge fan, Phil. I watch you at work all the time. Can you shout out to Sam? Tell her, Sam, I Sam, you're a really good person. I like you. You're awesome. But you smell! You smell! Did you let one go in bed sitting next to him? Come on, don't do that. Don't let out a big and giant it Jessica Jones. Like roses and death. And fairies and roses, roses and death. <laughs> no, but hi Sam! We love you! Your job is awesome. Thanks a lot, Latif. Your job is fantastic. I'm really enjoying it. We love that. Okay, so we get a green monster, Boston, bootleg of the incident. We get a whole lot of talk at the beginning about uh, Joe's favorite basketball team of all time. Not the green monster from Fenway, dude. Uh, Not the green monster. But we get a lot of talk in the first episode about Joe's favorite basketball team of all time, the the Pat Riley era New York Knicks. The Knickerbockers. The New York Knickerbockers, which was Joe's uh, Joe's Joe's team that he liked. Well, besides 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 the Celtics. Uh, Knickerbockers be hurting me. Yep. I love how uh, Caught Mouth in the club, the whole setup with him, and I love how he he has a musical talent. I love how that's integrated to add add an ability to to him just to add a little bit more depth and it was uh, it wasn't necessary but it was just this touch and they didn't overdo it they just put it in there and it made a I lot love, of sense i love the conversation about who gets free haircuts at the barbershop <laughs> yeah yeah is it it's uh it's al pacino pat riley <laughs> uh what, what was the list again there's a couple other ones uh wasn't like al pacino listed twice or something yeah yeah if, if you're not scarface <laughs> or dog <laughs> <Cooley, yeah. yeah. laughs> 
you're, you're paying the man. And uh, it was maybe uh, maybe it was one uh, one other uh, was Phil Jackson on the list or was he, he wasn't on the list? And that was the point. He wasn't. Phil Jackson wasn't. Because that was the point of the argument. Phil's overrated. Anyone with Jordan and Kobe can win. Uh, yep. <laughs> Diamondback was a um, twirly mustache. Yeah, he was a little bit of a twirly mustache. Uh, it, well, a little bit. But he owned it. He ate up that scenery really, really well. And he wasn't my favorite part of the show, but uh, but but he I was. Kinda, I kind of disliked the whole Diamondback thing. He's related. Oh, like, the brother he's thing. The, yeah. He's the big bad villain, and he's his half brother, knows from way back, and he just happens to be you know, on the other side of the country, fucking with shit there now while Luke Cage is on the run. Why did Cotton like it Mouth... just seemed coincidental, not coincidental, kind of, you know, trite, yep. I guess. We, we got MJ Muhammad. Muhammad Ali's the greatest boxer ever hit. Better than Cassius Clay, better than Sugar Ray, better than that new boy. What's the new boy? Oh, actually, it's Joe Lewis. Joe Lewis is the greatest boxer ever lived. Better than Cassius Clay. Um, why did Cotton Mouth have to I'm... die uh, for Juice to... Uh, Juice did an excellent job, though. Juice did do an excellent job, and I, I, I have to give Theo Rossi credit. I did not watching Sons of Anarchy. I never thought I would appreciate Theo Rossi in another role, and he he knocked it out of the ballpark. I was when he, he and he had a lot to earn from me in the sense that when you know someone from another show and you pigeonhole them to a certain thing, when he minute he came on the screen, I'm like, oh god, oh god. It's juice. Yeah, I was kind of, uh, yeah, <laughs> but he did good. He did great. He did really good. He did great. He did really good. Good night, I, I Brandon. Agree, uh, of all the people that died in the show, I was a little upset that Pops died so early, but you know, that's the motivating factor behind our hero. I wish he lasted more than, I wish he lasted more than two episodes, but I, I, I hear he's a wire character and wire characters need to die on the, uh, and he's on, awesome in Banshee. Yeah. He's, he's a great actor. He's been in a ton of shit. He's, he's, he, he, is, I know him specifically from the wire, but he's, he's in a lot of great stuff and he was awesome as pup. Definitely a multi-layered character. I love when he was sitting with Luke, giving his speech about the person he used to be and seeing the sound pop. Cause the whole time you're thinking that it's pop cause old man pop. And he's like, no, the sound that I made, uh, when I hit somebody in the face or the head mm -hmm. and their teeth came out and that's what, how he did that to Colin knocked Cottonmouth's teeth out too yep. at one point. Have a good night, Brandon. They should have made Diamondback show his ruthlessness. He just shows up and everyone bends the knee. Totally agree, Phil. First couple scenes, I only saw Juice. Drew, the old ass man, says, I know you're not talking about it, but you got me hooked on Westworld, Phil. Your hype made me watch it. Okay, back to the this universe. Yeah, definitely check out one of our Westworld reviews. We'll talk about that. Dark says, uh, Juice got pigeonholed. Yeah, he did. <laughs> but yeah, he definitely got pigeonholed. I hated the sunglasses gimmick, but now I fucking love it. Uh, fucking, I love Cottonmouth's backstory because so true is life as far as hood dude being really talented but chose the wrong path to fall in and i would go i would go another direction in the sense of that that not just people that go down a criminal road anyone that shows any talent that has to give it up for whatever reason because they need to make money or they need to do whatever the people that are successful a lot of times in show business are doing creative art the people that have the time to put into it that just don't give up on it put the dedication of uh, it's a it's a marathon, not or a sprint. Or they're born into it, or know somebody. Yeah, yeah. Or their parents are real supportive of it, and don't tell them it's you know fuck you, you shouldn't do this sort of shit. So you have the or maybe that helps you to inspire you to want to do it. At first, I hated Shades too, but he grew on me. Yeah, he. There's just something about him. The moment the moment Shades was uh, I I was finally endeared to Shades was when he found the pair of sunglasses on uh 
shades two there. <laughs> he he was picked like, them up. Oh, <laughs> yeah, great. <laughs> he yeah. picked them up. Yeah, he's looking for that. That was like that was the moment I was like, okay, I'm down with I'm down with him as a character. I saw his little his little things, this tough guy thing. He's in and out of jail. Like there were small parts of the story that I wish there was more episodes to have explained. Yeah, but. Yeah. Like, cause they went to jail. Where were they in jail? They were in a federal prison down south, and they're all up in New York now. All these people that grew up down south. Like, it just seemed strange to me, but okay. Excuse me. I mean, I guess it's not all these people. It's just three people. But still. <laughs> no, there's another one too that Luke mentions in his sleep. That's probably going to be introduced in Luke Cage season two. Phil, did you see what Mo said? No, I missed. Oh, a Grease and Netflix price. I did read that too. That Netflix. It's like, yeah, we got you by the balls now. We're gonna keep increasing our prices, you bastards. And and here's the thing, I'm I'm okay with that. If they keep coming up, there's uh, I pay for cable, and probably in all the channels that I have for cable, there's maybe ten shows I watch regularly that I'm like, gotta watch, gotta watch. And then there's a bunch of peripheral shit that I do watch, like Family Guy, seven hundred episodes that I've seen seven hundred times each, but. So there's at least now there's the four Marvels, there's Orange is the New Black, there's House of Cards, there's Stranger um, Things. I don't know if you like Stranger Things, but there's Stranger Things for the people that like that. There's uh, and there's that Ashton Kutcher show uh, that's two seasons with Sam Elliott. I don't and, I don't um, like the second season of it, but people really like Kimmy Schmidt. I'm, I'm only halfway through. Oh no, no, so. and then you got Kimmy Schmidt on there too that people really like. Yeah, you got Bo- like you got BoJack on there, which I fucking love, which I is one like of the that. I know you don't love that, but which I think is one of the best yeah. shows on television right now. And so you got a lot F is of for stuff. Family. Yeah. F is for family is fucking amazing. You got the Rob Schneider television show. You got Fuller House like Joe. <laughs> I didn't like that. <laughs> but there's there's there is now a lot of content and because of the, the, the nature of Netflix and how it's not a channel, um, they're not constrained by, you know, only having so many hours in a week, only so many primetime hours to put out good content. They can put out as much as they want. People can watch it on their own time. So I'm okay with it costing a little bit more. Um, once it starts getting up over $20, I'm going to have to really rethink my, my subscription to Netflix, I probably won't be paying, you know, $240 a year for Netflix. That's not, doesn't seem worth it to me, but right now at 150, I'm okay with it. Are you sure there's nothing, uh, Joe, you didn't watch, I bet you didn't even watch Fuller House. Joe, Joe's gonna hang up on the podcast now. Joe, come on, Fuller House, did it freeze? Is Joe's camera, wait, is Joe frozen? I think Joe's frozen, let's put the camera on him. Joe is froze. I won't work. Sorry, Tebow. I was trying. Okay, let's move on. Let's move on. <laughs> that was close, Joe. You were like a wax museum. You were like in that part of the naked gun with with uh, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, where he just freezes. What happened? So where am I? <laughs> <laughs> what just happened? Joe Joe uh, Joe gla- his eyes just glazed over. <laughs> okay so a little bit more about uh bobby fish one of the characters the guy that looked like most deaf they made the chess player's name bobby fisher uh bobby fish uh compared to the bobby fisher we uh 
Uh, we never see it, never see them coming is something that Mariah says in the first or second episode to Cottonmouth when they're talking about an enemy. You'll never see him coming. Watching it a second time through a little bit. First couple of episodes I watched a second time just because I was starting my second time through before this podcast. And there was a couple of really big drops. Once you've seen the season, there's a couple of really big uh, foreshadowing moments of what Mariah is going to do to Cottonmouth. Just a couple of things she says that are just make a lot of sense. Misty talking shit right from the get-go. Uh, Fist gets mentioned a bunch of times. Hammer gets mentioned a couple of times. We got career opportunities. gets mentioned a lot of times. I don't, I didn't know that. I didn't catch you, any You didn't of catch the, the Fisk references? Fisk gets mentioned twice when they say, someone's saying a Did you say Fisk or Fisk. Fist? Fisk. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. Yes, not 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 the fist. Sorry. Uh, then we have career opportunities guy. You the career opportunities guy playing Misty's partner. Uh, also the guy that gets shot in Pulp Fiction for another. Uh, uh, he, he played uh, Snarf or whatever his name was. The uh, Misty's partner, the the bad cop at the end. Joe. Oh. <laughs> Joe is just an android. Phil, put him in analysis mood. <laughs> David Adams, <laughs> haven't watched Luke Cage. Had to stop by and throw a thumbs up. Thank you, David Adams. Lots of love to you, buddy. Miranda, I'm an android. What does that mean? No, you're not watching. You're you're not on the Westworld train. Is uh, that you were a that you were a host? Oh, oh, okay. No, I saw two. Ep- I saw. Okay, I fell asleep in episode one, so I rewatched it, and I fell asleep in episode two, and I won't watch anymore. Yeah, of Joe's it. off. I, Joe's I off the train. It's- it's, well, it's not inter- it's not really call, call it call in on the Westworld podcast and complain about that okay so uh <laughs> we get uh he's chosen pressure by 20 percent <laughs> yeah no e. Martinez. That part was i love that i love that actress too the uh the chick from uh gridlocked yeah Wait, yeah yeah that Newton, i was something Newton. yeah yeah she's uh from gridlock i was talking about gridlock in one of those castles. luke cage oh, i love her luke cage's soundtrack was wait, um, wait, 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 do it again do it again. No, I won't. I'm not doing it for you, Joe. I'm not touching you. Love the guest spots too. The telephones. Not doing it, Joe. Uh, was Scarf really a bad cop or a good cop making wrong decisions? I think he was a good cop that faced some bad situations in his life, like his son dying and dealing with the incident and feeling so insignificant in the world as a cop when superheroes are around. So it drove him to say, what the fuck? What's it really matter if, I, if I'm a fucking bad cop because we have Thor fucking regulating the world? So what's it really fucking matter? Right, exactly. Wow, Joe. Shame, shame. Joe's in South Park. So, love the guest spot, too. The Delaphonics. Yeah, Faith. Great. Method Method Man. Okay, let's get to it right now. Uh, uh, Meth- Method Man was fucking amazing. Joe, that, talk that about scene. Method. While I find it, I'm going to find it so we can oh listen to God, it. Oh, my God. That scene was fucking awesome. When Luke Cage is on the run, he's getting he's all shot up, and he uh, runs into the into the bodega, and it's being held up as he walks in, and... and uh, it's Method Man and the store owner just sitting there, ready to give up all their shit. And you know, Luke Cage takes takes control and knocks out the bad guys. Yeah, here we go. I, I have I have the scene here. I'm gonna play it right he now because gives him the fucking sweatshirt off his back. He's like, "Oh man, you're awesome." Bad, man. <laughs> here we go. I'm gonna Wu Tang shit. But you know how it is. Are you serious? Are you really trying to have a conversation right now? I'm <laughs> yeah, with a robber. Oh, the robber's Who like, yeah, "Oh man, is that I'm using my government name, Michael." Damn, homie, like you went through a cheese grater. Oh, snap, you loop. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I didn't mean that. I'm sorry, I didn't mean that. <laughs> Reflexes. Reflexes, motherfucker. Give me a phone. Robert. Back, back, back. The phone, fool. 
I don't even like these guys. I just got a little nervous and shit when he threw my man's across the floor. Trying to reason with him. And then they go, no, it's you. Yeah, it's you. Oh, man, it's no, you. Man, it's it's you. you. No, it's That's you. right out of the oh, postman, too. Strong, like, I know you. You're day. famous. Nah, Sweet man. Christmas. This Patty says back to, to Sweet Christmas. What? Yeah, you're famous, man. He's like, yeah, that was my favorite track when I was younger. Uh, would I, okay, one thing that upset me, too, a little bit, not upset me, but was one thing that I noticed sort of about Luke Cage towards the end, mainly with Cottonmouth's uh, people and him, why did, after a certain point, I understand within that scene because those guys didn't know him. That was the first time interacting with him. Your instinct is to shoot him. But there were so many times after he was facing the same guys three or four times and they still every time tried to shoot him. And it's like, why are you wasting the fucking bullets even? Wasting the money even trying at that point? Because if you saw him coming, I would just run in the other direction. It's I'm not even going to try to shoot him. And I know you have Cottonmouth on your ass being like, kill him, kill him, kill him. But you might want to try something other than guns or something. Maybe you wanted to listen to Mar- Ryan try to poison him or drown him or do something well, like that before well, you call to kind of yeah shades Shade, two gets that yeah and shade says to him shades all but says to him do not bring diamond back in he's gonna take things over he's fucking crazy do not bring him in have you tried drowning him why didn't and that's one of the things caught mouth was flawed and wanted to play this higher game or this this logical game of some sort or whatever wanted to beat luke with his mind instead of doing something where he would consider consider dishonorable like kidnapping him throwing him in a box and throwing him in the ocean i wish that he didn't even try they didn't even try to do that right right like like the like shades number two right the 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 cotton mouth's uh second guy there yeah he even gets it like there's a, a point in time luke cage shows up and he and like he's just like fuck this shit he like talks to him for yeah. a second and then turns around and runs away <laughs> yeah it's yeah yeah, he, 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 yeah it was right it was episode seven when when he goes uh cotton mouse in prison oh cotton mouse getting out and i and you're in trouble <laughs> yeah, yeah. like he knows what am i gonna do i'm not gonna shoot this guy yeah. he's not i'm not gonna be able to do nothing to him so he just fucking runs you know he's like talks a little shit and then like jogs off but in so many, so many times, guys bumped into him for the third or fourth time and still fired guns and still gave that surprised right. expression when they when they didn't do it. And there was a little bit too much of that at times where we get it. He has powers like that. You don't have to overdo it. And he, it wasn't with him. It was with the people shooting him and reacting to it. Like, you know about him. You do know about him. It's You've heard about him. Cottonmouth said it. You know about him. You know about him. You know about all these other guys. You know about the fucking Hulk. And, and so you're in the Chinese fucking uh, restaurant and you're, you're trying to punk these, these two, these two hardworking people for their money, for their hard earned money. Joe, do you know what the restaurant was them. called? The restaurant was called Genghis Connie's. Yes. <laughs> Genghis Connie's. So you're at Genghis Connie's and Luke Cage walks in and beats up four of your, you know, thug ass friends who are trying to shoot him and all this shit. And he lets you run away and you run into him one other time and he lets you go again after like fucking you up. But you leave town, but you come back, you come back, Phil, you come back. I don't come back. You say, 
you say, yes, a life of crime is where I want to definitely be now because not only do I have to worry about the cops, but these fucking superheroes running around trying to protect everybody who don't give a fuck. Dude, or if, kill me. dude if you're that dude Chico with a bag of money and you're in a hotel staying in Harlem, why are you not out of the fucking town with that money right? to the fucking airport and flying right? to fucking... Airport. You should have already stolen a car. You should be three states Steal away. Steal a car. Buy, you buy a car for cash at a used car lot for fucking five grand and then right. drive it somewhere. You know, you have money, you have cash money, you have fucking $500,000 in a bag, and you're hanging out in Harlem, waiting Still, for what? Right. You want to get caught. That's cowboyitis, Christopher. You want to yep. get caught, Christopher. Yep. You, you shouldn't know. be in that city. You should be way the fuck on. You should be in New Hampshire somewhere. Yeah. And then the punch, uh, John is right. The the first punch when Luke first fights those guys, that first punch when the guy punches into him, you see the hand crush. Yep. Oh, so good. So good. It was disgusting because uh, Cataman has a point because TV, Phil. Genghis Connie's had me laughing <laughs> my ass off every time. Shades and Mariah had amazing chemistry. They earned that creepy moment at the end. They tried. To oh, yeah. Where they were like, oh, baby. They tried a that creepy moment, moment with. Uh, there was a, a creepy moment between Miranda and Cottonmouth at one point too, where they they faded on the scene and they and they get really close, Joe. They're like, Joe, meaning Miranda, meaning the the brother, the the cousins, the cousins. Yeah, there was a, if you watch back, there's one really awkward incesty cousin lovey moment going on there too, at some point. Well, I'm sure when if you look at how they were raised and the environment they were raised in and the fact that they basically kind of raised each other after a certain point or during a certain point, there's a, a very, uh, the dynamic there, they tried to make that creepy on purpose. And I think they're probably, uh, maybe was things in their past that, that made them closer than just like, I raised you as a, as my, as my son, when your mother took off and father took off. And now, shit. Joe, we've talked about a lot of characters. We talked about a lot of the partial storylines. One person we haven't touched on a lot and is going to be a very big character for the defenders going forward because she in the comics at least is, has a love relationship with uh, iron fist and she had a relationship with Luke at the beginning of the series. She's shown to have some sort of power with the photo deductive uh, compositioning power, the Batman Misty. Arkham, yeah, the Bartman Arkham City thing that she can do with her mind and piece together crime scenes and shit like that. And the fact that in the comics book she has a bionic arm. What were your opinions in the series of Misty uh, in general? Did you like the character? Did you enjoy her arc? I really enjoyed the character. Um, the the there was a few moments when I was like, oh come on as far as she was concerned and her character were concerned. But ultimately, um, I really like the way you can definitely tell that when she's doing her thing and she's, and, and people comment about it to her and they say, Oh, you're doing that creepy thing. Now stop staring like that. Or, or they want you to do your thing with those pictures. Now it's, although everybody and her kind of recognize the fact that she might have some sort of superpower, but nobody believes it's a superpower. Nobody references it as a superpower. Nobody thinks it actually is a superpower. She's just able to kind of, you know, look at pictures. She thinks she's able to see details in the photos that other people haven't seen. So she's able to reconstruct what she believes has happened. It's basically a big theory 
no proof or evidence behind so, how she's placed people or how things have happened, but it lines up with what we've seen happen. So we know it's an actual superpower. Right. It's an actual got. power. So we know something that she's not necessarily letting everyone else know. And she, and, but no, I, I believe she's not fully aware that she has it, that it is a superpower. I don't think anybody's ever sat down with her and said, listen, Misty, you have a fucking superpower. I think she just thinks that she's able to deduce and reason by what she's seeing that these things make sense. And she's put together a, a theory of the crime scene that makes sense to her. And then she goes and gets the evidence that that proves that theory right, which happens to be because us as the viewer as that fourth wall, we've seen that this is right and that this is correct and that these are the events that took place so we know it's a superpower we, she has no idea she has the superpower yet we know and it's nobody the droids. else really does either we know it's the droid she is looking for Catman says my favorite episode was the ruckus episode great use of music someone said it earlier too luke cage has some of the best music of any of the netflix series i think jessica jones does an excellent job with it too in the way of noir music backing up like the theme of the series but the songs the music yep. that they use in this mixed with the club uh and and cottonmouth's music ability the wu stuff My, mine too john when he goes in there with the wu-tang music going in the headphones and he's pissed <laughs> off he goes and that was an amazing fucking scene yeah. uh let's keep going the, in the live motherfucking chat iron proof right that the name of the song timo, timo no, said but, it yeah we finally got to hear it it yeah. was good iron fist master is a really cute viper assassin from dorn yeah he won me over towards the end on a few brian oh kiote great to see you just saying hi love seeing joe back gonna catch up in the rest of westworld take care guys but that's what the uh, that's what fox wants would be good ratings at kiote cubs winning for nothing right now sorry spoiler alert. misty let her emotions get in the way she's a very emotional character until the end when she gives mariah that i'm gonna fuck you up look i was a same catamaran i kept picturing him being raped but it won me over i could not take shade seriously after after being a pussy rat in in sons of anarchy i forgot to mention the uh dj one one pretty much punch him in the face already cubs could easily screw it up it's the cubs yeah the cubs could screw anything up i'm sorry did i just say that out loud so sorry i'm a red sox fan i know about screwing shit up uh Mr. oh yeah <laughs> Fucking great to see everyone in the live chat. Thank you so much, everybody that's checking this out live and watching this podcast, or even the people that are just stopping on in and popping in. If you if you want to check us out more this week, Stephanie and I will be on Thursday evening to talk uh, during the horrible, I mean, let's hope it's okay. It's going to be a piece of shit. Rocky, Rocky Ho Awesome Ho Picture Show. Rocky Awesome. It's not going to be shit no way is that gonna be a piece of shit so i so i don't know i think joe i think joe's working on thursday night other than uh, but if he's not maybe he maybe he can join us as well for that we'll we'll talk about that but joe will be on on sunday evening for game for game of thrones we wish for the walking dead season premiere and uh we'll talk more <sighs> about that later no i'm excited for this i'm excited for this premiere uh the walking david has gotten me uh, even more. I didn't realize how excited I was. Walking David's been doing all these uh, Rick Grimes impersonations and live casts over on his channel and on his Facebook page and stuff. And um, he's really got me excited. He's got me so excited, like more so than any of the promos that have come out for The Walking Dead. Fucking The Walking David's got me excited for for this upcoming season. Uh, so thank you very much. Yeah, so it's it's gonna it's gonna be fun. So I I hope all your excitement leads to Joe's disappointment on Sunday. That's all I'm hoping for. So uh, <laughs> yes, Timo, the the uh, the we still have the mirror decorated in the room for Thursday evening. So uh, that 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 will be happening. Okay, so uh, Mariah, I thought Mariah was really uh, Mariah was one of my favorite characters in the show. But I was going to talk about Misty. I thought Misty was done well as well. I like her at the beginning of the season. Her whole arc with that a lot better. Uh, discovering everything being on the hunt 
the end of the season when she's being uh, investigated by the 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 sergeant at the end because of her anger issues and stuff like that. It was all right. I, I you like that I stuff? I really enjoyed. It. I, at first, I was like, "Oh, come on!" Like because the new captain, the new uh, inspector that comes in is a little bit of a hard ass, and we get a feeling that she might kind of be in bed with um, Miranda's her name, the politician lady. Yep, the, yep. the Miranda. So you know, and we and we get a sense that um her other boss that was this good cop was fired, gave her some advice or was transferred or whatever. So we get a sense that this is not going to be a good thing and that this lady might be a bit corrupt <laughs> or something like that. And then we get that scene where she's being basically, uh, she's given, you know, she's being interrogated essentially, and she doesn't want to open up, but it all ends up being night, John. about, getting her to be a better cop and to not use those yeah. kind of uh tactics, tactics of brute force and 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 it, it ends up being a really good scene and it shows a lot of character for that at that character um so no, and uh, no, I really i really kind of liked it i i enjoyed it and uh at first i was like when she did what she did to be put in that situation and she snatched up that kid i was like oh man fire that bitch that bitch shouldn't but when they had that scene and and all this I ended up being okay with it. And I know it's still wrong. And I know I, if it had been me, I would want that woman fired and she shouldn't be a cop or anything. But as far as the story goes and the show goes and all of this shit and, uh, Rosario like scene. Rosario with. scene. Uh, the, the, uh, the the night nurse has seen uh, more difficult things like that. She can handle it. And no, uh, Timo, Joe will be here this Sunday, but we might as well get it over with. Joe has a new job, so he will not be with us every Sunday. He's going to be with us every other Sunday for The Walking Dead this I'm year. I'm still going to try to be there. Uh, I, the, I have options available to me to get out of those five Sundays, or what are they, eight Sundays it's going to be, or something eight, like eight that. Something. So, but we'll talk more about that on Sunday able to get out of most of them or some of them but in so. the ones that joe will not be able to make uh walking dave is going to be joining me for some we may have a couple of other guests along the way as well so we're still going to be doing them and joe will be as many as he can and will be here for the premiere but we'll miss a few during the year while he figures out his work situation anyways have a great one king mckay oh no everyone's saying good night everyone's saying good night to john Everyone's saying goodnight to John. If I was Negan, I would kill them all. Ham, C, and change the name of the show to Negan and his mer uh, merry band of men. Are you kidding me? If I was Negan, I would be dead because, or and any of those people should be and, shooting Negan. Right and now. just to answer to Timo's question, and we're also like to announce that any week that Joe's not on the show, we'll be doing a midweek show at some point, a shorter show for Joe to share his thoughts. So Joe, you will hear Joe's thoughts on The Walking Dead every week. He just might not be with us live. We will be doing feedback Walking Dead shows on weeks that joe's not available so and I, i'll have sick time available to me too at some point so it's so 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 don't worry joe will be around a lot this uh, season time. Yeah, he'll be around even more <laughs> even more yes king mckay is in the fucking house right now and i'm so, so happy i mentioned it earlier but definitely check out king mckay's stuff check out mo's stuff if you haven't already and walking david we mentioned as well and dj one one who's in the live chat too check out his channel as well any of our friends in the live motherfucking chat that create as well uh, click on their channel subscribe to them as as well blah 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 okay so a couple more things before we transition a little bit uh basic photo piano uh blah 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 uh Pops past. We got Turk from Hell's Kitchen, who was a uh, crossover in a series. Episode two I wrote was just crazy. We get he, Trish talk. Yeah, he was he was in a bun he was in uh he was in Daredevil. 
And I'm pretty sure he was also in Jessica Jones, and now he's been in this. Yeah, he's been into this. And uh, fuck, we also had one of my favorite moments because of one of my favorite shows of all time. We had an Oz person in the prison episode. Poet shows up. They fucking dusted Poet off and put him in there to play uh, Luke Cage's buddy in prison who trains him when he's fighting and stuff. Great stuff. I love that. I love that Poet was in there. I love that we got Kima from The Wire as well. We got another Wire character with the with the lawyer from The Wire that was the doctor w- worked on Luke Cage in prison and then in the uh, in an episodes ten and eleven when he was in the acid bath. That's a character from The Wire. There might have been even more Wire people, but we definitely had Poet in there, which I'm very excited about that. Um, I'm trying to think of any characters that we or any specific things that we didn't talk about. Rosaria Dawson, we talked a little bit about her, but I think this was her best performance on any of the series because she got more stuff to do. Did you like Rosaria Dawson on this series? And do you I like her in all of the series? Uh, it's some of it's it's very small work for her. Uh, it's not huge roles, uh, very little screen time, but. She shows up in all four seasons. She does a great job in all four seasons. I really like her as an actress. I think she's a gorgeous woman on top oh, of that. Golly, dude. Um, golly. I, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm smitten by Rosario Dawson. Yeah. It, so, um, yeah, I, I have no bad things to say about only, only positive things to say about that character and her portrayal of it. Um, now, now Joe, I guess. Thank you, Rosario. Yeah. Uh, we kind of talked a little bit about the things that we didn't like, but I get a feeling you weren't the biggest fan of Diamondback and the the way the season ended on that ending arc. That probably sw- if the show had kept up what it was doing for the first six episodes, you probably would have liked it a little bit more in the long run. Is I, I'm 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 my, sub- my major my major problem. What's the one thing I always have a problem? One of the things I liked most about Did Jessica you ha- Jones. Too many dream that, sequences. The, well, the ending was fina- was a final. The ending yeah. was was final, you know. Um, this what Diamondback gets put in a fucking box and delivered to Luke Cage's uh, mad scientist. Yeah, let's not let's not uh, bury the lead so much as also say that he fights him in this like cheesy outfit at the end. There's this complete kind of like a cheat. The final fight, albeit being somewhat like it was, it was I guess well choreographed or something. It's almost out of a different movie. It's almost reminded me a little bit of the Spider-Man versus Green Goblin fight in Spider- Spider-Man 1 or, or something. Or it reminds you of, of the Hulk versus Iron Man 1, Iron Man 2. Yeah, it, the final fight was one not my favorite part of the series and the way Diamondback looked with his costume and, and the, the power gloves and all that sort of shit was, I mean, it worked right. for what it was doing, but it looked kind of cheesy. I, I I don't like the costume choice. And the more, the more, the more uh, energy the suit absorbed, the more it was able to put out so every time luke cage like enraged and hit him it would hurt him but it would allow the suit to build up more energy Ooh, live chat says rosario brandon says rosario doesn't age vampire question mark fill in a pinch yep. i can jump in for walking dead awesome so my, we'll definitely get you to call in al red sox fan and al red sox fan and i are going to do a move best boxing movie podcast at some point we got to talk more about that later al but that's definitely going to happen at some point i'm starting gladiators to, i'm sorry I, hey joe don't ruin my list i'm starting <laughs> to feel the shows are capitalizing on the mess going on it's too much uh they're pl- 
uh, the guy that played Diamondback was like Sam Jackson 2.0. Diamondback was plucked off a cartoon page. Yep. DJ says, punch him in the face already. Terrible fight. John Paul, Gawler shit. They pulled it right out of the comic books. Love the robbery when Luke meets Method Man. Great stuff. We played that earlier, Andrew. Rosario pissed me off. All of a sudden, she was glued to Luke. I was like, bitch, you, 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 don't you have to go back to Hell's Kitchen? Method Man was awesome. Yeah, I wasn't a fan of that fight, yeah, especially because we know they can go over the poop. I agree my turns. I thought it was blah, blah, blah. So, yeah, Joe, I, I thought the I final fight I was a little want, cheesy. I didn't want... Uh, them to smash Rosario and Cage. I didn't want them to get it on. They did. They ended up not going because I see. I I'm I'm all Luke and Jessica. I'm I like Luke and Jessica together. I did too. I thought they had great chemistry. They're I thought they looked great. Together. They're married and they have kid. They have a kid in the comics. So they're so in in Rosario. I kind of like Rosario with Daredevil. Mm. Yep. So if I if I'm playing couples, I'm uh, I'm Dare. <laughs> With uh, Daredevil and Claire, and I'm uh, Luke and Jessica puke, or <laughs> I'm puke on that one. No one else had superpowers is some of the problems. You were not alone. Yeah, to did, did, did in, in his suit, was he wearing like a helmet? Yeah, I think. I, I'm trying to remember. I, I Again, it's it's been a week or so since I've been finished with it. I just remember it looking really cheesy is in my because, memory. like... Luke Cage can punch through anything, can walk through fucking walls and shit. He like if any skin open on this guy, he could have just put his hand right through him. <laughs> and he's trying not to kill him. He's my brother. Uh, come on, dude. This dude's responsible for how much death and murder and mayhem. I can save he's you. I can save you. It was. It was. I don't know. I. I wasn't. I wasn't a big fan of how the season ended in the sense of the big fight and then him going back. Excuse me. Him going back to prison seemed. I mean, I get it, but I don't know. I, I it it was the opposite. He's not going back to prison. That We're, was just a. You're coming with us. He's not going back to prison. I think. I think he is. I think I think you're, we're going to see him in prison next at the beginning of the Defenders. Like he's gonna, there. Matt's gonna get him out of prison, or something like that. Okay. Matter, okay. matter, foggy. You're gonna get him out of prison, and that's how he's gonna meet up with them. And Rosario is gonna do the introduction and all that sort of shit. At least that's how okay. I, 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 yep. I know a good lawyer. She says it. Yeah, she, she says it twice. Get, she tries. Yeah, she says it twice. She says it twice. Yep. I don't know about you guys, but I will. I want to go out for coffee. I know Joe's probably going out for coffee after this. After the review's over. Uh, <laughs> Oh, no, he's drinking coffee right now. He got into a super fight. She flirts with Daredevil, then she runs into Luke Cage. I'm like, don't bring love triangles to, ne to Netflix I think, series. I think the response, Phil, is I don't drink coffee. I don't like coffee. Oh, shit. Oh, sorry. Fucking. Yeah, I I'd buy Night Nurse. Uh, I'd buy the Night Nurse a coffee anytime. Yeah, I don't drink coffee. I don't like coffee. Super sex. Hey, Night Nurse is a superhero. Oh, fucking. She is fucking super fucking ass. Ass to mouth, Joe. Sorry. Uh, but no, great, great series. And I mean, there's not much else we can say about, we can go over every single Easter egg that's in the series, but I think we covered a lot of the big ones. They call him Power Man at one point in time. We mentioned the Gangstar episode titles. Every episode title is the name of a Gangstar song. Uh, the music just in general is really deep. We get lots of references, two or three references to Fisk. We get two, one reference to Daredevil. We get two references to Jessica. We get a couple, we don't get any references as far as I know to Iron Fist, but uh, I'm, I, I wouldn't know if we did. We get Trish on the radio at one point in time, uh, talking Trish talk from Jessica Jones nope. uh, on the radio at one point. We got the other cross crossover character. So, I mean, that's about it out of buttholes or something like that. If I'm doing my 10 buttholes, uh, side buttholes, I would give, 
uh, Luke Cage eight and a half buttholes out of ten. <coughs> where I would give Jessica Jones nine and a half. I would give Daredevil season one nine and a half. I and I would give uh, Daredevil season two probably like a nine or something like that. Eight, probably an eight and a half as well. So, so I'm not usually with rankings, but, but that's how high I am on all these series. So that's my rankings of, of that. And, uh, and I guess a little bit talk about Daredevil season two. What did you think of John Barenthal as the Punisher, Joe? Fantastic. Perfect. Yeah, perfect. He's getting his own series and what's her name? Well deserved. Can't wait to, to watch that. Cannot wait to watch that. Yeah. And I hope he is a part of the, uh, the fucking defenders as well. And uh, so, yes, Luke, we talked a little bit through this podcast about, about season two of, of daredevil. I thought it really worked. Matt was a hateable character and I thought that worked through it. Him and foggy's relationship was a little annoying at times. And Karen page is a little annoying at times, but I thought it really worked, especially daredevil solo quest and him and his, him and the, the punisher angle was amazing. The punisher in the court case and him going to prison, dealing with the, the dealing with Kingpin was great. Uh, Joe mentioned a lot to Jessica Jones. I did a whole podcast on Jessica Jones. I think we both are in love with that series because I think yeah. it, I think it blindsided us. It 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 sucked out on us. We all expected to lose the hand and we won the hand. It's like we didn't expect to catch the flush. We're just throwing chips in the middle and we catch the flush and we're like, "Holy shit, we have the nut flush." You mean we have a royal we have a straight flush? Yeah. It's it's what I've always look it I guess some people might think that it kind of can get ah uh, a little slow in the middle of the yeah. season there with Jessica Jones, but ultimately it's, I think it's the closest to a perfect season of television that yeah. there is it, in it, how it ends up wrapping up. Um, excellent. Really excellent point, Joe. It, it really does. And it has complete. T- I think the only thing I would disagree with is it sh- probably should have ended on the episode that she kills Kilgrave. We don't need the, the final episode that we get after it, uh, right. but which seems a little bit like out of place from the whole series. Let's jump in the live fucking chat. Every time sh- they referred coffee, I would only think of macho man. Oh yeah. Macho man. Is- oh, yeah. Daredevil is still my favorite of the three. We got Kyle's fucking chicken. Super excited about the tie in between Luke Cage and Daredevil though. That'd be so cool to see Murdoch represent Luke. That would be amazing. Yes. Yet another setback, but I'm tr- I-, I love Charlie Cox, but I should be biased. Uh, my, st- Oh, hope you're feeling better, Kyle. Uh, lots of love to you, buddy. Andrew, this is my first live chat, and I loved it. I found this channel during Game of Thrones season. Best recap review out there. You know, you are the best motherfucking chat and the best fucking people listening and checking it out and commenting. It's what makes this fun thing what it is. And if it wasn't for you guys, we wouldn't be able to have this much fucking fun. So you guys are fucking Hell awesome. Yeah. Don't drink the water at Jose's. I wouldn't drink anything at Jose's. Welcome, Andrew. Uh, Josie's. Timo. Ho- uh, Josie's. Timo is the best. That's right. So the final thing I want to talk about here a little bit. I don't want to talk too much about Iron Fist because I just don't know enough about it. But I do want to mention the Defenders and talk about what we think Mm. going into the Defenders. And Joe, I don't know if you heard the news. There was some Defenders news that I'm going to spoil right now. If people don't want to hear this news, uh, please get out of here. Then piss off. Then piss the fuck off. Uh, Defenders, (laughs) they announced at New York Comic Con who the main antagonist is going to be. Not who the character is, but who the actress that's playing her is going to be. And it's not. Oh, wait, 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 wait. Let me guess. Let me guess. Okay, it's give it. Going, Don't look in the live chat. Me. Do not look in the live chat. You're cheating. I'm not. I'm not You're I'm cheating. Not, I'm not. I didn't. I did not. Cheater. It's going to. Fucking cheater. 
dead silence, Joe. Dead air. Dead air, Joe. Talk, I, okay, out, your, okay. talk out your response. Uh, talk it out, Joe. Talk it out. I can't think of a single actress's <laughs> you name. Fucking asshole. I've been okay, spotted. Let, let me give you let me give you a hint. She's in I spotted myself. She's in two made she's in many movies, but she's most synonymous for two big franchises. One a sci-fi horror thriller and one a straight up comedy where she's the love interest of one of the main characters. She's also in an. Um, this will give it away. I have the giveaway clue. If you want the g- complete giveaway clue. Uh, well, the lot. Okay, so the sci-fi franchise, sci-fi horror franchise. Yes, yeah, sci-fi horror franchise, and she's also in one of the best spoof type films of all time, playing a character with blonde hair and big boobs. So, uh, mm. dun dun, and in the comedy movie, there is a sequel. Where she has a baby, and she goes to a toilet where a giant condom-like thing comes out of the bathtub to try to kill her and her baby, and her baby's name is—it's Sigourney Anna Weaver. Ferris? It's Sigourney Weaver. Sigourney Weaver from Ghostbusters, Aliens. Oh, you're th- the Galaxy Quest. Galaxy Quest. You were th- you're trying to think of the spoof. Yeah, I was gonna say the one of the best sci-fi spoofs of all time, but I thought that was a too too simple of a clue. Joe, Joe's Joe with the face of what am I talking about? Joe, you know what, Joe? You know fucking what, Joe? You know you're you're uh, you're, you're 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 getting blown up here. You're a talker. <laughs> oh, boom. Listening to talkers. Makes me thirsty. If any more words come pouring out your cunt mouth, I'm gonna have to eat every fucking chicken in this room. Fucking Joe. Oh my goodness. Kitty, great to see you guys. Oh my god, you guys are doing Luke Cage. I'll watch later. That's gonna be good with uh, Sigourney Weaver. I love Sigourney. Sigourney Weaver. Sigourney Weaver is doing Especially television. She's gorgeous in Galaxy Quest. I think that's the hottest I've ever but seen. But I also think she's an exceptional actress, and in movies, even like a small role in like Working Girl, where she plays a bitch, uh, uh, mean kind of character, it's gonna be fun to see her explore that in this kind of universe. She's a great actress. She's a great actress. She's uh, she's a movie actress that's bringing her talents to this kind of series, and I think she has a gravitas that I think she, with the writing that's going on in this series as an antagonist for all those people someone that's obviously going to be more of a mind behind it and if you include maybe some collaborations with kingpin or something like that for a bigger bigger storyline i think she's oh fuck i can't wait to see her and vincent together yeah her and vincent Vincent. yeah vincent d'onofrio is okay here we go the tough question for you joe who is a more effective villain for their particular season kingpin or kilgrave kingpin Kingpin, easy, easy answer, Kingpin. Kingpin, here's the thing, here's the thing. Um, as far as I'm concerned, uh, Kingpin, not necessarily, the, but Vincent D'Onofrio, when I first watched, and I was like, that's going to be Kingpin, fucking awesome. I love Vincent. And then he fucking nails it. It's perfect. Every step of the way, it's masterful work from from Vincent. So, uh, I, like he, as far as I'm concerned, that character is better than 
uh, I don't know if I can say all the jokes. Tom, but... Tom himself said, I don't know why I thought about Jamie Lee Curtis when Phil said Sigourney Weaver. Because you could say trading places and uh, and uh, Jamie Lee Curtis was in the Halloween series. Halloween. Uh, which, not sci-fi, but you could 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 quote that it was uh, horror in some way or, or some form. You could spin it around on that. So I, I guess you could have said that I could maybe be talking about Jamie Lee Curtis too, who is, uh, was really, who's also made her way. It would have been a good guess. It would have been a, it would have been a really good guess, but, um, slightly off, especially because Jamie Lee Curtis is also in that horror series. Scream on Queens right now. Scream Queens. Scream Queens. Yeah. So D'Onofrio had me at full metal jacket, private fucking pile. Pile. Are you kidding me? Even, even he had me as Thor from adventures in babysitting. Oh, he was great. They, the girl had a crush on a him. Fan of, yeah. Yeah, it would, that Adventures uh, in Babysitting started my Elizabeth Shue crush, Joe. That's that's where it all started. There, oh, Elizabeth Shue is fucking gorgeous. Yeah. She's awesome too. Oh, and Cocktail. I've Shoe. always been a fan Dude, of Shue. Her and Tom Cruise together in Cocktail. It's just uh, so much butthole side butthole going there. It, it drives me fucking up a wall. Okay, so in the Defenders, what are you hoping to see? The guy from FX. What what combination of characters are you most looking forward to in the Defenders series? Who are you most looking forward to see? Because we've seen Luke and Jessica interact. So I guess the question is, how the fuck are Luke and Jessica going to deal with fucking an asshole like Daredevil? What is Daredevil going to do with someone like Luke that he can't kick his ass? Like, it's going to be really interesting. And and uh, Joe, what are you hoping to see from a Defenders series? And, uh, and yeah, go. Um... I just, I just want it to stay gritty. I want it to stay. See, the thing that they do really well is they seem to base their comic book stories on the people around Night Red, the the heroes, and not even though their focus is the heroes, it's almost more focused on the people around the heroes. So. I hope they, they the thing I hope to most see is that they they stay kind of with that theme. Right and keep the world as a keep the world as a big thick world and keep all those characters have Rosario Dawson be a big part of it have the cross say, say Hogarth or whatever her name is come over and be a big part of it make sure they keep all the important elements. I too agree Joe that I think what I feel, I just hope I hope they bring in Shabushnik to work on it all. I want it to feel real. I want it to feel dangerous. I want to feel like these people <clears throat> are in danger, are actually challenged, and it's not just them rolling over everybody completely. Like it seemed to me, like the whole there was a, my couple problems with Luke Cage was a the Judas Bullet itself, <laughs> the creation like there was of zero it. explanation. There was yeah, and zero explanation for it aside from alien metal, like. Okay. Well, it still need... doesn't explain how it goes through his fucking skin. And that's really. a question I have for you, Joe. Did they need to create a kryptonite or could they have done that with drowning him or doing other sorts of things and made it a point where Rosario Dawson sees him being drowned and has to go and rescue him or something? I don't know. Exactly. Some shit like that. I mean, maybe that's a little too cheesy, but but something like that rather than the kryptonite thing and save that maybe for later on, lay the seeds of that, like we were working on a bullet, have someone from Hammer Tech say, Say, well, we've gathered a little bit of some of the remnants of the situation. We're going to go do some things on, maybe do do some work on it or something. I don't know. It it was a little convenient to be like, oh, we have kryptonite. Oh, we have Superman. Did they need that and, kind of and, kryptonite? And even with the power suit, like the amount of force <laughs> and pressure that this guy's dealing with, diamond back, 
he's not already a superhero. He's getting hit. Like when you get, even if you're in a bulletproof fucking vest and you get hit with a bullet, your ribs still break. They, your skin still bruises. It still fucking hurts and it still knocks you down. Yep. These are still impacts that and traumas that your body takes being punched by Luke Cage. The guy that can punch through brick walls, walk through, he doesn't have to punch. He can just walk through them. They, like, his body would have been so bruised and battered just from the first few punches that the suit would make no difference whatsoever. Like, but he was really seemed... angry, Joe. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> but come on, he was such. He, it made a lot of sense to me. No, it, I can't even like do those it. Those impacts still, like shockwaves, will still go beyond that suit if it's knocking him back and making him like a punch is knocking him 10 feet back that shock force is going through his body as well and i'm sorry that shit you getting hit by a truck doesn't you don't get up afterwards and go okay i'm gonna beat you up now dude's holding <laughs> dude's picking up a car door and walking through a hallway with it and holding it up like this his punches are gonna hurt a little bit and he's hitting him almost as hard as he can actually hit him and it should be shattering those glove things on his hand because the shockwave of hitting him right it's, there should be blood coming out of like in dj his mouth and his eyes and shit and dj one one so keeps saying it in the chat punch him in the fucking face already what in the face just punch him in right? the fucking face uh timo says and, and i agree we mentioned this earlier the judas bullet thing lasted too long for me we knew he wasn't gonna die why take up two fucking episodes they could have done that all in one episode and i don't know if it's this and I, someone was saying this on a different podcast about luke cage i was listening to i don't know if these netflix series have to be 13 episodes because each one's been 13 episodes luke cage could have been they could have probably made it eleven episodes. They could have. Uh, well, they could have. They could have tightened it up a little bit, or and and it wouldn't have hurt the series. It might have helped it just a little bit. Not that it needed much help. It was fucking awesome. It just. It it wouldn't have hurt being eleven episodes. I think it was a couple of episodes too long. I, the um the Judas bullet thing wasn't about him dying. It was about finishing off the story of the scientist. And allowing us to see that even though it was a mad accident, Rosario helps him get back all that lost information, yeah. retool the experiment so that it's feasible for them to bring back our villain right. for next season. And to Diamond get back. and to bring Diamond back with having gotten a super soldier serum and now he's the abomination to Luke Cage's to like the to the Hulk right. to Luke Cage. He's gonna turn into what what was that? Speaking of uh, Gridlock, Tim uh, Tim Roth's character in the Incredible Hulk movie. Uh, what I hope to see in the Defenders, right. Moose says, is Jessica Jones puking or having a hangover. If I drank as much as Jessica Jones did, my liver would be dead. Alan That's says, just it, though. She's she's a superhero too. Like you know, it, and she has to drink that much because it takes so much for her to for her to feel it. She almost can't feel it. I don't I don't know if you talked about it yet but who is going to give Misty Knight her metal arm keeping with the comic storyline I you know already know who's a good, who if it's going to happen it's going to be that guy that makes all Daredevil's tech that we meet in Daredevil that makes Daredevil's stick and makes all that shit he's already our Donatello of the group he's going to be the guy that designs yeah, Misty's that, arms That was one of those TV things that really pissed me off she gets shot in that arm right she yeah. takes a bullet yeah. in that fucking arm and like she's using it the next day no fucking problem <laughs> She's using it for everything, and then there's almost no mention of it again. Like, it it's like the magic hit. Like, yeah, don't worry about it. I got shot right here. <laughs> People, Fine, the, it's it. funny that the the strange. Like you can see through, like like when she gets shot, like there's a, a camera shot. They made it so like 
it's not it's a through and through bullet that's like this and you can see the wall behind her and doesn't but luke no, no problem. speaking of it's which fine. with the with the with the judas bullet thing doesn't luke get shot a second time and they always they focus on that one injury but didn't he have one in his shoulder too or did that one pass it right was, through those bullets weren't weren't the same they were a little different or something well, like that fuck, fuck my balls joe what the fuck is that fuck fuck you fuck that i'm pissed but but no so what i really hope to see out of the defenders is just just it to be awesome i'm far more concerned for whatever reason about iron fist even though miguel spushnik uh makes me more makes me more into it but iron fist might completely jessica jones me because i agree joe as much as i love game of thrones and i love you know, most of the people in the cast, if I was ranking a list of my favorite actors or characters on Game of Thrones, Loris Tyrell would not be near the top of that list. He would be way down there the low. I don't have any particular affinity for the actor. I think he's decent in the role of Loris. I don't think he takes away from the performance or anything like that. I think he's good. I don't think he's, you know what I mean? It's, he's not like a character. I'm like, I'd love to see more of him. You know, I can't wait to see him in something else like Pedro Pascal or something like that, where I watch Narcos just to watch him. And then I, Narcos, this is another Netflix series, one we missed when we were talking about the great Netflix series. And you got Narcos, That's too. A good one. I haven't seen season two yet. I can't wait to watch it. I haven't seen two. season two as either. I've only season seen season one. one. But but that's another. You know, watch Queen of the South. What was that? Did you watch Queen of the South? Not, no, I have not watched that yet. So, All right, never mind. So ultimately, I'm not super excuse me, excited for Iron Fist just because I know nothing about the character, excuse me, and I don't really like Loris, but it's the same thing with Jessica Jones. I didn't really like Jessica Jones or the actress, and I didn't know anything about Jessica Jones, so this this has a chance to blow me the fuck away, and I watched the trailer, and the trailer was fucking awesome for for Iron Fist. It looks action-packed. I have not seen here. I haven't seen the trailer yet. Yes. Do you have it there with you, Phil? Can you play it for us? I, all? I can try to play it, and we can end on basically try to end on that. Let me let me punch it up, Joe. So, Joe, why don't you give some of your just final thoughts on the Netflix Marvel Cinematic Universe in general? It's great, and it ties in with all everything that the, the others too, yeah. are doing. Now, there's certain things. The reason why they call it the incident, or they say the green monster, I'm sure, or the guy with the hammer, and things like that, might be because of um trademark issues or or uh franchise rights and things so they might not be able to call the green monster the hulk or thor anything but like the guy with the hammer or the and stuff like that or the guy in the iron suit or the guy with the powerful suit or, or whatever they say about these people but um the way they tie it all in the way they reference the movies the way that they reference the other shows it really makes you feel like you're part of this much bigger universe you're part if you're in on it you'll catch all these little name drops and incident drops and just things that they that they go through that it uh it it's it's so big it's so robust it's well written it's well filmed it's the stunts are, are pretty incredible the effects are are it's it all it's all some of the best TV out there right now. Yeah, it really, um, it really is, Joe. It and really is. We live in a time where we're really overexposed to superhero shit, and it's, it's like, it's like refreshing to watch a show like this that takes the property, takes this kind of properties, these properties so serious. You know, when it really comes and down to it, well. it, and does it well. It, it, I just can't. I as well, Joe, cannot say enough awesome things about it. So I think this is the right one. It's the tr- it's teaser trailer number two. It says with uh, 
with uh, so yeah let's let's try this let's let's see if this works it's been a while since i did this this screen sharing shit so can you see it joe i can see it okay okay let me present this shit to everyone put the camera on this so here we go oh i tried to push play on the wrong thing whoops That's the that's the trailer. That was the trailer, Joe. How'd you like it? Did you like it? Was it good? Oh shit! I, I wish it stopped right there. What is going? What the fuck on? is going on? Oh no! Are those wolves? Oh, it looks dangerous, Joe. Oh, oh no! What the fuck? A city? Is that Chicago? I'm, I gotta, you gotta assume it's a part of New York. Is that Loris? What is Marjorie doing and what's she letting the High Sparrow do? Whoa! That looks kind of oh, cheesy. Danny. Was that Loris? I think that was Loris. That is that it? Loris. Is it? That's it? No, that's not it. That's not it. That, there was a longer trailer. There was yeah. a longer trailer. So yeah, you're not impressed, right? <laughs> with that. Not, not fully impressed with that, no. Yeah, I think I'm. I'm pretty sure that's a uh, that wasn't the, that wasn't the trailer. Let's see, uh, the Iron Fist, uh, the next trailer. Yeah, it's the New York Comic Con, the New York Comic Con, Iron Fist, New York Comic Con trailer. Thank you guys. Yeah, I know. Okay, here it is. Here it is. Nar New York Comic Con trailer. Okay, here we go, Joe. Hopefully, we won't get a commercial. Okay, there we go. Let's try this one. Let's try this one more time. Let's see if this is better. Let's see if this shit's better, Joe. Big screen. Make the screen big, asshole. Lost see, the earpiece. All right. You lost go. your herpes? Did you take Valtrex yes. for that? No, I'll never lose that. <laughs> it never goes away, Joe. <laughs> I know I suck. Oh, wait, we saw this because one. Because of who you are, oh, here there we will are. always be forces gathering against you. Okay. Disguised as a friend, slipping past you as a stranger. They are everywhere. Ah! But if you choose to continue as you are, know that you risk everything. It's time. Child touched by fire. Okay, okay. Destined the Joker? to be our what? greatest warrior. You are a living weapon. Drive all other thoughts out of your mind except this. Yeah, kick his ass, kick his fucking ass, kick his fucking ass. Okay, so these guys are gonna be unstoppable. scene in that there that made me think of a movie um, uh, where he was fighting the two guys in the hallway that had the axe there made me think of a movie that Josh Brolin did a remake of I forget the name of it um, so so I really I, good movies so I have to say that I definitely like that second trailer a lot more that has me a little bit hyped for it he's definitely gonna be a badass and are they just gonna be unstoppable with him and Luke Cage are they just gonna destroy everybody because they seem like they can Daredevil and the Punisher and Jessica Jones and Rosario healing them all when they need it yeah it's like gonna, are you kidding me yeah they're gonna be ridiculous they're gonna fucking they're gonna be the X-Men 
versus the defenders. Yeah, fuck that. But no, I like. I definitely like versus that. the Avengers. Joe, does that trailer and knowing Miguel Shapushnik is going to be working on the show make you a little bit more excited for for uh, Loris Tyrell yes. and, and yeah. Iron Fist? Just the just the Pushnik has pushed me over the fence with it. Uh, the trailer was a little bit of cherries and icings, but uh, I'm I'm going to be in on at least the first few episodes, and if it holds up to the fucking job that they've done with the last four seasons of their Marvel content. You got we got to give them we got to give them credit. It, it's hard to imagine that they can have that they can go that they that they're going to strike out on this one. That they hit almost a home run or at least a big a get a hit on every time up to bat and then they they just strike out on this one. I, I think it I think See, I think it's just, or is it the law of averages that one of the series has to suck? Uh, I mean, or or is the Punisher no, series going to no, no. suck? No, no. Here's the thing. I, what I what I'm actually looking forward to out of this whole thing is I really hate having to wait, you know, ten months for new episodes of shit. And because Netflix drops and you watch it all in one day, with Netflix you have to wait a year for your shit to come back again. So I really like the fact that. They have three three of these series now. They're going to have two more. That's five series over over a year. That all is intertwined, in, in, interwoven, interwoven content and storyline that you're going to get every two months or so, or maybe even like every six months, three things will drop at once. But you're going to get so much of this that it's really going to take up a good a good chunk of your viewing time for for series and for entertainment or at least for me it's going to and i'm really looking forward to that as these series get rolling and they all start are into like their thirds and fourth seasons and there's gonna be that's when i think it's going to be hard for them to keep up right how right i i hear you it, as long as they keep really things are. as long as they keep things new it's gonna be fun it's what it's we're gonna have a maybe a bad season three but then season four is gonna be awesome it, but i i hear what oh, you're saying yeah. and someone else said drew said it's great time to be alive great shit going on on netflix have a good night andrew thank you so much for joining us we're gonna be wrapping things up just have one more question that we got from the text line Phil, love all your shows. If you have time, my coworkers and I have been discussing. Oh, uh, this is a okay. I'm going to save that question for the Westworld podcast. It's a Westworld question. So yes, I will answer your question eight eight nine on uh, Westworld podcast on uh, the next one we do. So uh, by the time the next season drops, I don't remember shit about the last one. Tom says that is a problem though. I I'm looking forward to a rewatch of all these series when they're out leading up to the Defenders because that's what we're going to do. And and looking to the future. When Iron Fist drops in March, Joe and I will be back out here to do another do a, do a review of that, and and then let's wait for March. Yeah, it, it doesn't come out till it doesn't come out till March. Isn't that ridiculous? Fucking March. It's ridiculous. Yeah, we have to wait till. Fall. Already, I guess that's what that's only uh, six months. Yeah, but still, fucking March. But Joe and I are gonna come out here in March and talk about Iron Fist, and then we're also going to then do. I'm going to do a complete rewatch of the series leading up to the Defenders, and then maybe we'll do a Defenders preview cast or just do a big review of the Defenders. So so that stuff will be coming out. I'd like to thank every fucking buddy that's been joining us tonight in this live review. If you haven't already and you enjoyed this, please hit the subscribe button. Please hit the like button. Cannot say enough. Thank you to all of our friends. We have Alan, Andrew, Brandon, Drew, Katie Crow in the live chat, Moose, Timo, Tom, all of our other friends who are in the live motherfucking chat. You guys Hi, can, baby. cannot say enough awesome things. And we will be back with Joe 
on Sunday evening to talk about The Walking Dead, and Stephanie and I will be on Thursday evening to talk about Rocky Horror. Maybe Joe might make an appearance, or maybe not. We'll have to see. I don't think so. I, I, I am not working Thursday night, Phil. Uh, I think I want to be there for Rocky Horror, but here's the thing. I really want to watch Rocky Horror. <laughs> I really like the, the the woman from Orange is the New Black. That's we're gonna watch. We're gonna watch it. You can cut. You can come by. Frank Furter. But but you can go home and watch it a second. It's time. one of my favorite. It's one of my favorite soundtracks of all time, uh, as far as musicals go. Next to uh, uh, Jesus Christ Superstar, and of course Grease, which mm-hmm. I was over there to watch, and we did that podcast about Grease. So uh, I'm really excited that two of my top three, you know, musicals of all time. Fox has decided to do these live uh, live shows for us. Just, so I'm torn as to whether or not I want to actually watch this live <laughs> in my house and be able to like sing along to myself and not embarrass myself to the to the masses and 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 not miss any moments. But I also kind of have a lot of fun doing that coming over there and watching it so i think that might be uh what we end up doing cool 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 so you guys that you guys are more than welcome to come over obviously so we'll i'll i'll talk to you about that tomorrow Let's do i'll har- i'll harass again. you on thursday on thursday morning don't worry we're gonna be watching and singing along come on don't you remember we sang along with grease too just a jump to the left so everybody and then th- a step to the right <laughs> then you put your hands on your hips and bring your knees in tight I- and that's what things go crazy. Some shit like that. We're insane. <laughs> so, yes, Thursday night, tune in for Rocky Horror with Joe, myself, hopefully maybe Katie and Stephanie as well to watch Rocky Horror and get drunk and get silly. So, everybody, have a good night, and we will definitely be back on Sunday to talk <laughs> about <laughs> The Walking Dead. Touch me. <laughs> talk to you guys. I be dirty. Sing us out, Joe. <laughs> That's all I got. That's all you got. See, once I put you on the spot. Anyways, every- <laughs> touch me. I wanna be dirty. Oh, it's gonna be. It's gonna be. It's gonna be. Oh, it's gonna be fun. Everyone, have a good night. We'll talk to you soon.
Turn it down.